Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Hey, this is the show where we discuss uh, the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure anime, specifically the Diamond is Unbreakable season. Uh, My name is Mark. I am joined as always. Hello. I'm joined by Jackie. Yes, I'm joined by Jackie. Hi, Jackie. (laughs) No, don't do this. (laughs) Jackie, you say hello. Hi. Okay. This is Jackie. She didn't really listen. She said hi. My what? It's just like, like, I didn't want you to keep joking and pretending you're Miles, so I said, say hello, and you went, hi. Like oh. a small defiance, use a different give word. Give it away, give it away. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. What if we all take turns being Miles each episode? I won't do it. <laughs> I, You'll just refuse. I, I haven't been on for like two weeks. Yeah, Total Recall style. I don't know. Someone will get that, and I'll love them for it. Don't worry about it. Hey, if you Do you get, get it, that, Vinny? No? No, can't say it. If you get that, <laughs> please write into whatever. Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. Anyway, uh, so I'll introduce our guest first because I already said his name. Uh, this week we have Vin or Vinny on. Uh, take your pick. Uh, I'm going to alternate. Oh, my Decide. God. <laughs> Vin. We have Vin on. Yes. No, I'm going to call him Vinny. I'm crippled like with indecision. Oh. You can always find us on soundcloud.com slash jjbpod. You can find all of our episodes on iTunes if you just look up JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Uh, we're also on Stitcher. I don't know what to do with it, but you can you can do it. Uh, and you can write to us if you have any cues. Uh, Pod at gmail.com. I'll let you know if it's a great cue. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at jjbpod. Uh, I think that's everywhere. Um, if you don't watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, you can do that by going to crunchyroll.com. Um, they actually put episodes up as they come out. So that's pretty cool. So they come out in Japan and they translate them and put up English subtitles and put them on the website like really fast. Like and it's their job. Like it's their business it model. Is, it is. Or you can just torrent it. No. Ooh. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Just kidding. You can't. Crunchyroll. You they're can't not our sponsor. But... Or you can go to Japan and... Yeah, just go watch it on NHK or whatever the channel Are all the eps out? Eps, eps is short for episodes. Listeners. What do you mean all the eps are out? What do you mean? Like, are they all out in America? Yeah, uh, yeah. Of we, this podcast? Of the anime? Yeah, we're way behind. It finished in, I think, uh, November or December. Oh, okay. Hmm. So it's, it's really not worth mentioning that they're putting them out live, is it? Yeah, but they will. When? In the future? When they announce the next season, because they're going to do that. Oh, spoiler and alert, guys. Not I've, every character dies. You don't even know. You haven't <laughs> You haven't gotten that far. Don't don't fake spoil. Sorry. Don't real spoil either. Uh, also, yeah, when the new season drops, we're going to record every week. We're going to do it simulcast, simulpod. I'm busy that out. week. I don't care. All right. I'm sorry. You're not busy every week. Um... So one thing we like to do when we start out, Jackie, do you want to ask it? Uh, I, what, ask what? <laughs> All right, the guest. Vin, what are you wearing right now? Vin, what do you think? No. Just period. Vinny, what, 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 is, what, is your, <laughs> what is your experience with, with anime or JoJo's? Oh, wow. right. Okay. I, yeah. Go ahead. Mm, well, I was going to say I might show my noob status on this, but this was my foray into Crunchyroll, so thank you for uh-huh. getting me on there. Um, the same. They're, the same they're uh, our sponsor. I didn't use either. They're, they're not our sponsor. They're definitely not after Jackie's like, just torrent it. It is better on Crunchyroll, if you, honestly, though. Uh, if Crunchyroll, if you're listening and you want to sponsor us, I'll stop telling people uh, to torrent. You're trying to threaten them? 
Like people don't know about torrents. <laughs> Prefer the term black. People no. might not know. Now, there's some. Pro- I, there's probably someone listening to this podcast right now who's like googling like what is a torrent. Oh yeah. How do I? They torrent? give you viruses no matter what. So just go to Crunchyroll. Oop. That's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're Googling torrents right now, that means you probably should be careful. Don't, don't do it. Yeah, get we'll a job. We'll out detailed it. instructions. <laughs> Please. Uh, yeah. But, but so, Vinny, so this is your first time using Crunchyroll, but yeah. anime in general? Uh, yeah, no. I've been more of a intermediate there. The last couple were probably the more mainstream. Uh, Gurren Lagann, I think I watched the Gurren Lagann, yeah. Um, Soul Eater was before that. And then probably everyone that everyone's seen. There's a couple of yeah. bops and the, the FLCLs. You mm-hmm. watched um, Attack on Titan, as I recall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, still waiting for season two on that, too. Yeah. Um, so big fan of them, but can't say I've extensively watched enough. But uh, enough to, like, get the gist when I popped this one on of where yeah. it falls in the spectrum. <laughs> by, by the way, sorry you watched this insanely confusing fucking episode no it it, it's way more confusing than you think because i thought i would be cool and double down and watch the beginning so i'd you know have some background and of course i watched the beginning of the series no what i learned was the arc that was completely different wait how many episodes did you watch I watched three or four of the first season. Oh, okay. And then I jumped to this one thinking I'd be all, all in the know. <laughs> so no. just to just to explain that to you, you watched basically Josuke, the guy with the, the pompadour mm-hmm. haircut. You watched his how do I how do I do this? His great great grandfather, I think. Oh, it's chronological? By Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And that's like hundred and fifty years ago or something. And they have, like, a different set of powers anyway. Yeah. You saw, like, vampires and shit, right? Yeah, there was a mask and... <laughs> yeah, I did. Shit went down. It's a great mythos. The beginning is rough, though. Like, Jonathan is just, like, he's such a baby. He's so annoying. No, no, no. I was actually thinking it was too serious and a little dry. And then the second um, Dio shows up and just uppercuts the dog. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's it. I'm sold. I'm in. Yeah, it's that, that poor dog. Also, dogs in general in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure get shit treatment. There's like a dog murder every two chapters, I want to say. Yeah, it was it was the first five minutes of this. Yeah, so. just, oh, here comes Danny. <laughs> <laughs> just knees him in the chin. Poor Great Dane, though. They can take it. Anyway. That's probably the worst season to watch. Because it, it gave you Not. no... Well, I mean, I like that season. But I'm mm-hmm. saying, like, to give you any context for this... Like, you must not have gotten anything. No, like, no, because then I jumped to this episode all. and it opens up with a tiny old man in a photograph flying through the air. And I thought <laughs> I had sh- accidentally clicked the wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, that is exactly what you're supposed to watch. You're supposed to watch the Brocam slash Polaroid in your defense, flying around. The old man in the photograph flying around is really dumb and I hate him. It's very weird and it's sort of annoying that he's become like the framing narrator. Let me just, so let me explain. We're watching, we're going to talk today about. Episode 31, which is called July 15th, Thursday, part one, something like that. This is a four-parter, right? Five-parter, I think? What? It's all manufactured by the anime. Here's the thing I just want to point put out there. The whole jumping around between multiple threads, I think four in total. Which I like. It's interesting, but this is all invented by the anime. They do all take place around the same time, but in the manga, the original comic, they were separated. You'd read all about the guy on the pylon. You'd read all about Koichi. You'd read all about Josuke's hot mom. You'd read all of these separate stories <laughs> oh my God, and, and realize they all took place at the same time. Yeah. I, uh, I kind of like this. It sort of builds the tension. I know, but it's frustrating when you have four or five cliffhangers happen at once. Yeah, I was excited when I saw the, the time of day 
yeah. uh, technique they were using, but then I saw how weirdly it was used, and it really threw me it off. Was, it was like Pulp Fiction, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I will now talk about the episode. I, didn't, I forgot that I usually summarize these things, so <laughs> let me pull that up. That it's, might help me. It's a little Wait, I want to like before. He, I want to hear like Vin try to summarize it or something. <laughs> like Vin, like I don't know. There was this guy. Like however, like you think. Yeah, hobo on um, old refinery. No, it was a uh, electrical tower. Mm-hmm. Dupes, teen pompadour, pop star. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the fact that you're you're doing it like a news story. You got the reverse pyramid. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. I think the show needed that at the beginning, like uh, probably what you're about to see, like a newspaper, <laughs> like spins in a frame, like. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I'm just gonna cut this all out. Where I think, by the way, uh, I still hate Wikia. Every time you open it, it tries to give you a virus. This week's sponsor is Wikia. No, fuck you, <laughs> Wikia. Like, thank you for your service. I don't know why I'm treating it like a marine. <laughs> But, like, thank you for existing and stuff. R.I.P. Rip. But uh, your tr- stupid ads and your mobile site blows. Um, so use our oh, promo it is a, code. Oh, it is a, a four-parter. Yeah. Uh, I, I am so stupid. Okay. Ah! Sorry about that. Hello. So we begin with Yoshihiro, who is That's Kira. Stupid. Oh. Who is Kira's dad, who is stupid. And he's flying around as a Polaroid. This, by the way, was added for the anime. This was not in the manga. I guess mm. the anime was like, we're about to confuse the shit out of some kids <laughs> and grown people. And full-grown men, yes. yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he's just like, where's my son? He must have disguised himself, changing his face and his name. And I was like, okay, that's, that's a fair, you know what I mean? If he was like, also, finger, you know, like, that would have been too specific, which this show definitely does. People make deductions that are just, like, insanely accurate. Um, so Yoshihiro, uh, recognizes his son because, Van, if you didn't know, Kira was, he is a serial killer. The cocaine nails. Yeah. Yes. I saw that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> He's a serial killer, That's a right? Good description. But these stand users, these people with power, since they're all sort of drawn together and he has one too, um, they figured out his identity and he's always remained in the background. He doesn't like having people know anything about him. Because he's a murderer. Yeah. Because he's a murderer. Uh, so he ended up stealing somebody else's appearance. So basically, he took their face and hair and fingernails. Is that his stand power, fingers, or did rather, he manually fingers. do this? He—that's someone else's stand power that he forced to do and then mm. murdered them. Um, his power involves bombs. Um, it's pretty great. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> Yoshihiro recognizes his son by looking at like his hands and his arms and he's like he's got those fingernails that grow at an insane rate and he's like a father would never mistake his son and i was like my dad would definitely lose me in a crowd do you think (laughs) with my current hair and face show would anybody does anyone here think that their father would recognize their hand no 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 and if they did i'd be super worried at most he'd recognize me like from behind from a some distance from dead ass yeah (laughs) yeah i'm most well known yeah um so Yoshihiro is like happy to see that you know Kira is alive and well now disguised as this Kosaku guy. He doesn't know that. Do his nails really grow that fast? I don't know. I mean, the fact that they show them growing, and the fact that that we have his gaze like looking at them, it mm-hmm. indicates to me almost like does he see them growing or does he just see that they're long? I don't know. They looked grown. 
when he was yeah. staring at them weirdly. So I, I don't know, because the idea that his nails grow fast seems weird. I always get the feeling that they are just sort of exaggerating the fact that he cares about them growing. Okay. Right? But I don't know. But then Yoshihiro looks and sees Hayato filming Kira, and he gets worried. Because he somehow knows exactly what he's filming, even though there's a crowd of people. I thought he was going to shoot the kid with an arrow. That would have been interesting. Uh, so <laughs> What a twist. Knowing that Hayato is like trying to expose his son, Yoshihiro is like, I gotta create more stand users, which this defense, like it does kind of work. It slows down, obviously, the protagonist, but it's just so funny to me that like the logic for him and for the, the, the previous villain of this uh, arc, this season has been like, I'm just gonna give random people powers. It's like so many dice rolls in one. Yeah. It's like maybe they'll help me Maybe their power is useful. I don't know if it's going to work. Maybe I'm, they'll die. They might. Oh, yeah. They might just die. I'll just throw an arrow at people and they'll die. <laughs> There's that. Is that what the arrow does? The arrow. It, to? it either kills you and you just die. Or if you're you have like this this thing in you, this like ability, this if drive. You're strong enough if you're strong enough, then you survive. get a stand, which is a power. That is sort of a manifestation of you. That would have been good to know going into that episode. Yes, yeah, sorry, bro. <laughs> but also, some people are uh, some people inherit it or are born with it. Yeah, as well. Some people are born with it; they inherit it through a bloodline, or they get hit with an arrow. That's like, more common. Like the invisible baby. I don't know if you noticed there was a baby wearing uh, sunglasses. Very briefly. In the, in the beginning, very briefly. No. Okay. Missed there that was, bit. There was an old man holding a baby. That baby can turn invisible, and yep. we assume she was born that way, unless I don't know. For some reason, someone thought it was a good idea to shoot her with an arrow. <laughs> yeah, like a newborn baby. <laughs> I don't think she would have survived that. So. No. Yeah, I'm already preempting myself for all of the things that I missed in this episode. But yeah, also, that's like, the, the, thing is, the uh, Josuke, the pompadour guy, he, he wasn't shot with any arrow. He had a power, right? Yeah, yeah. because he has, he's part of the, the Joestar bloodline. Yeah. I'm assuming his is something with peace and love, given his no. left and right nipples. Well, sort <laughs> of. He can, he can heal. Yeah. They're fashionable. You, we <laughs> see his power later in the ep. Well, we see the punching aspect. That's true. He mentions the healing, but I don't know if we see it heal. But he mentions I'll heal you. Um, anyway, so Yoshihiro's like, ah, that kid is filming my son who is disguised. Um, he doesn't realize that that kid that's filming him is that person who he's impersonating dad no son Ch son yeah he doesn't realize that the kid is filming that guy because that guy looks like the kid's dad he, he's he knows something's up with his dad but he doesn't realize that the, he's actually been killed and replaced <laughs> by this serial murderer right so he's like living as if he were that kid's dad even though it's the dad has been actually killed and he's just using the dad's face yeah so prepare to be surprised kid basically the gist he's definitely figured it out I, last episode the dad was like, I hope they don't notice that my shoes don't quite fit me or that there's something else. And the kid immediately is like, later in the episode, is like, his shoes don't fit him. Like, <laughs> like he notices exactly what he worries about. Um, so anyway, moving on. Uh, they tell us the date. Who cares? It's 1999. And oh, the, the wiki says there are many stories to tell. What? This is so weird. They put on a voice. Be it a strange, dark-skinned, white-haired man stalking Koichi. And they're like, stop it. Hey, take it easy, Wikia. Yeah, man. <laughs> Somebody's getting into it. Like, it was a cold, dark night. Um, is that the beginning of Regulate? Uh, it was a cold night. Something like that. Uh, so there's like little stories we see in between. I don't remember when they come up, but basically we see Koichi briefly. Koichi is the one who's like three or four feet tall. 
He's just running around. Do you remember that? Yeah. And he's got these sort of spiked up uh, trunks. Yes. Yeah. It's sort of yeah. DBZ-ish hair. And some sketchy man stops him on a sidewalk. His right. His hand slides downward and they cut away at the most oh, in- interesting yeah. I guess part it is of kind of down Aww. like that. Yeah. Arguably left me. Wait, maybe I shouldn't feel bad for Koichi. <laughs> Jackie hates that kid. Oh, yeah. I don't hate him. I think he's too trusting of bad people. Clearly. And, <laughs> and, and, and. And she wants him And to- I want him to die because usually like... <laughs> She doesn't hate him, but she wants him to die, like a mercy killing. You know, I think that if you trust, learn. like he trusts bad people because he's stupid, but then nothing happens to him. I feel like something should happen. He needs to him. consequences. Right. Something, yes. Like basically, what happened on the street that like day. like a grim fairy tale. Like yeah, he needs to dance in red hot iron shoes until he falls down dead. Yes, exactly. It's one of the Cinderella evil stepsisters. It's anyway. a beautiful story. It is. I'm I'm surprised Disney didn't include that. Anyway, uh, yeah. So this this season, the reason why Koichi keeps trusting people, this season is sort of unique in that he likes to build this town and these different characters of he, people. He being the, he being the, the author. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Uh, whose name is <laughs> not Koichi? <laughs> yeah, his name is Araki. I'll say Araki a few times. Um, say it again. Araki, Araki. If you want to sound uh, like you're talking about the Middle East, and. So he has all these characters, and instead of like them being defeated, and then we move on to a different place, like some of the previous arcs, it's like you defeat them, and then they're like, hey, uh, I can be helpful, maybe. And you're like, you just tried to murder me, but that's just how it is. So Koichi comes off as, as very trusting with no dignity, because like, he's just sort of like, yeah, sure, you can walk with me You to tried school. to kill my parents, but okay. <laughs> but it's fine. We're cool now. Carry yeah. my books. So, so that happens to Koichi at some point. I don't know when. It doesn't matter because they jump around. We also see uh, Tomoko, um, who is uh, Josuke's mom. Mm. <laughs> and she's looking in the fridge, and she's upset that Josuke took a bite out of her, her cake. And then we <laughs> cut back later, and she's missing. The door of the fridge is left open, and there's a knife on the ground, on the floor. Uh, and that's the end of her arc. So I'm just, I'm just wrapping those up because I'm not jumping back and I forth. Think- I guess, I guess because it's named after right. a, it, the episode's named after a day. Even though these are right. like different arcs, they're trying to make it so that like these all happened at the same time. Yeah, that's what they want to do, and it is a cool format, but it's very hard to to, to summarize pop. and and to unfortunately have Vinny see them like at once. <laughs> it was good until the last five minutes when they used the format to go from ten forty to eight fifteen for two seconds, show a knife, then jump to yeah, I don't know eight. 16 show a bush with a bag and then they, they were basically trying to be at the end be like you know how koichi was like stopped by that hand he's missing you know how tomoko was like being stalked in her house by something we couldn't see she's missing so they were trying to just give you the fate of the characters which i gathered time tied into what uh i don't know electrical pylon guy was talking about when they can't find kira maybe tangentially sort of the other uh, thread because like the main thread we'll get to which is Josuke and Okuyas talking to this dude on a pylon and the original name of this chapter by the way when it was and don't forget Mikitaka yeah and oh yeah yeah Josuke Okuyasa and Mikitaka yeah is he the alien guy yeah okay cool they never said his name in the uh yeah Yeah, I guess you're well do do they no I think yeah I think you're right I don't know maybe they do maybe they don't maybe if not at just one time Mm -hmm. um but uh yeah, but the original chapter, when this was in order, they start with this, and it's called, like, let's live on an electrical pylon. Like, it's just <laughs> it's just what it is. Like you do. Like you do. Um, but so the other thread that they, that they intercut in is Rohan Kishibe, 
whose house was partially destroyed a second time in a fire. Rohan is the one, the guy wearing a belly shirt who looks just amazing. He looks great. Are you, wait, are you on board now? What? With, did I, keep with Rohan? I like his uh, fashion sense. That's it. Oh, okay. okay. That's it. Um, he, his house was destroyed a second time because there was a fire when he was playing a dice game. Josuke was cheating using dice that were that alien in disguise. <laughs> And they oh, didn't that notice that. that Rohan's house caught on fire from a magnifying glass. So he's like getting his insurance money. Um, he's trying to figure out how he wants his house to be remodeled instead of just repaired. And there's some weird guy with an ugly haircut sort of stalking him, right? We kind of see that. Oh, he's standing up by a tree with the. Right. He's got a trench coat. Mohawk. Thing. He's got a, a terrible mohawk. And, like, part of me wants it to just be, like, that's the guy from the insurance company. <laughs> like, he's just like, Aww. hey, I'm here from the company. I'm just really awkward. No um, dress code. And so that's pretty much where that, that, that arc at some point in the mid- middle ends for Rohan thus far, right? We, like, does Rohan disappear or does it just not show? I don't show? remember him disappearing. I don't remember no, either. He was looking at a photo of the kid taking a video oh, yeah, of right. his dad who's not his dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he sees the kid in the photo. Yeah. And he's wondering why the kid's... Uh, what the kid's watching, mm-hmm. but he's watching the kid. So I just assumed there was something. This trench coat guy was doing that. I don't no, know. No, 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 Rohan, Rohan was. When he's Rohan, sitting in the house. Rohan was taking pictures. Remember? Right. Rohan is taking pictures of everybody in the town because he's trying to figure out which one is really the guy that is um, the disguise for Kira. Which seems like a bad strategy, but it know. seems very like a big undertaking. But uh, Kira's dad, at one point, the photo guy Yoshihiro, flies into the window and is like, "Ah, he's taking pictures of everybody." Yeah. So, uh, so Rohan is getting closer because he sees the name of the kid who is spying on his dad that is really the serial killer. So that's pretty close. And he sees who he's looking at. So he's very, very close. Cast a wide net. To something. To something. I mean... He doesn't know what. Yeah, I mean, I guess he just knows that a 10-year-old boy is filming a guy that's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if, the, if he's wearing the, the cat skull tie in that photo. I think he might be. Hopefully he doesn't wear that outside of the house. It's I think really a bad idea. I think he does on the reg. Here's a stand that I somehow... Here's a tie that I have that is somehow perfectly inspired aesthetically by my stand. <laughs> um, I hope those kids don't find me. <laughs> um, anyway. So let's get to the main arc. Do you think when they finally catch him, he'll be like, it was the tie, wasn't it? Yeah. Be like, <laughs> what gave it away? It was just so cool. <laughs> what, am I going to not wear it? Um... Beep, 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 beep. So Josuke and Okuyasa are like walking through a cornfield. Just not going to Why? school, right? I don't know. And there's like a there's like three cars stacked on top of each other at one point. Did you guys notice that? No. <laughs> there's like three wrecked cars stacked on top of each other for a moment. I wrote that down. I was like, what is with the cars? <laughs> and things aren't going well in Morio. They come ac- they come across <coughs> Yeah, it's like the Detroit of Japan. They come across a pair of binoculars. Knox. And Okuyasu's like, oh, binoculars. And he goes to pick them up. And Josuke's like, oh, they're dirty. And then the binoculars reveal themselves to really be Mikitaka, who's like, I'm not dirty. (laughs) So Mikitaka, you might have been able to tell. Can you tell what his power is? Uh, He can turn into useless objects, but nothing complicated (laughs) like explosives, as he mentioned. Which, by the way, do you feel like that's a reference to a movie from the 90s at all in particular? No, no. Um, There's I a can right see answer here. For the <laughs> to right me, answer. to me, I feel like it's a reference to Terminator Two. The villain can, like, at one point, Arnold explains he cannot make complicated moving parts. Interesting. Well, I mean, binoculars are fairly complex. They are. That's true. Yeah. So he, they do have like a moving thing. 
Um, but anyway, he says nothing that, can, that that has more power than I naturally have. That's true. He says. Mm-hmm. Um, his power, by the way, is named Earth, Wind, and Fire. Wait, is he... Was he lying? Is da, he da, da, actually da, da, da. an earthling with a stand, or is he an alien who just can do that? We don't know yet. Yes. <laughs> we we don't know. It's sort of a playful game that the author is playing with us. Uh, uh, um. So you can form your own opinion. Though I do find it uh, strange and interesting. I mean, we're going to get there, but he was kind of the one that pointed out the tower in the first place. Yeah. So. Oh, he was laying on the ground as binoculars, right. hoping yeah. somebody would look through him at this guy. At the, at the tower. I thought that was a little fishy. Yeah, which he could have just been standing there as a human and been like, hey guys, check it out, and then like jumped into their arms as binoculars. <laughs> he didn't have to just lie down on the ground as a pair of binoculars and be like, oh, they didn't pick me up. <laughs> How long was he there for? That's what I want to know. Just two days. Um, yeah, we don't know. Uh, so he's like, look at this tower. And so they look, and there's an electrical pylon. Um, which is like, you know, one of those big towers that electrical wires run through, you know, big like metal skeletal thing. What is electricity? Oof. How do I start? Well, Thomas Edison uh-huh. invented it. <laughs> do you mean New Jersey resident Thomas Edison? New Jersey resident Thomas Edison stole it from a Russian. Uh, and David asked, Bowie. Stole it from David Bowie. That's almost a deep cut. The Prestige is a good movie. Underrated uh, Nolan movie. Better than uh, Inception. With Michael Caine. Very good. Um, I, by the way, did not know what a pylon was mm-hmm. until this episode, so I'm learning things. Yeah. I only, like, I heard the quote, like, you must construct additional pylons. <laughs> of course. Uh, <laughs> I've not played that I did not make that, that connection. Game, yeah. Blizzard actually invented the term. It's just, <laughs> uh, yeah. As, yeah, as far as I know, they the did. The power companies took it up. They're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Next episode, there's These somebody. Protoss have something going. Somebody surrounded by Vespine gas. Next episode. Um, so he basically points out that there's somebody living. Uh, Miki Taka's like, anyway, I was binoculars because I want you to look at this tower. If you look, there's somebody living on the tower, and they look. And there's actually a frame in the manga they don't have here where they show details about every little part of the tower, and it is kind of cool. It's this guy who's got like a little place to sleep. He's got a little place where he makes food he's got a little place where he sleeps you know and it's like sort of imply like they're not all together he didn't build floors so like the the middle of the pylon is still empty you could still fall to your death but mm-hmm. he somehow they kind of look and they look through the binoculars and they see that he actually kind of at one point he almost falls walking across it but then like a bunch of bolts fly across the the middle of the pylon and he kind of surfs on them with the most epic pelvic thrust move oh does he just i don't remember that i wrote this guy is a video game character also this guy is a fashionable elf uh because that's what he looks like also this guy is literally green because he is all like nature natural oh yeah yeah he's like a jill stein type how did he how did he get that toilet up there if he, he could not leave somebody brought him a toilet maybe when he first got there he was like i'm gonna need a toilet (laughs) Um, also, just picture somebody like like sightseeing <laughs> in Morio, and they're just like like binocularing, and they just see a guy taking a shit. <laughs> he used like, to huh. just like piss in the wind, but then yeah. he was like, "I think I need a toilet." Oh, I got all my fish wet. This was just another opportunity for a poop joke. Yeah, it was another another fecal urine joke. And full they of stand in it for a good three seconds before they run yeah. away. Yeah. Well, so the thing that I always point out basically is that like it's based on manga. Oh. No, it's based on a comic, you know, so like the comic, it might be one frame, mm. but like it's one frame with dialogue bubbles. So like sometimes the anime adapt uh, adapters have to figure out like, I guess we'll have them stand in it while he talks. Like Was it's, the P-Jerk um, a Donald Trump reference? 
No. Oh, okay. Why do you always bring up Donald Trump? I don't always bring up Donald Trump. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, hold for plane. It's a Speedwagon Foundation. We don't really have to hold. Fuck it. Um. Anyway. Anyway. But, 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 oh, there are some things because I'm reading the the summary. I missed my notes. One thing I notice is when Josuke, Okuyasu, and Koichi are standing in front of Os- not Koichi. No, no, no. The three of them are in front of Osen Foods. Uh, What's tor- that? Toward the oh, beginning, yeah. the very okay. beginning. Um, they like I think they cut to Okuyasu's face from a low angle, and they show the building behind him, and they subtitle it to show that it's called Kisara Drugs. I, I guess they just do that so you're not like, what does that say? Like just to sate your curiosity. They're like it's a fucking drugstore. It's funny you mentioned. I actually backed up to see what that was because yeah. I thought there was just like a little drug joke popped in there. I was like, what? Yeah. Oh, oh, what? Because it's not on the sign. It's off to the left right. floating in the sky. Because it's a subtitle yeah. put in there for the English audience. So I was wondering, I was like, oh, does, is that important later? Do they mention? Maybe they do still. I don't know. But I think it's more just that like if the viewer sees it, they're going to want to know what it is. So they're like, this is, um, shut up. They're wrong about that. Maybe. Yeah. We don't know. It was know, so dude. trivial. It was Maybe later they mentioned it. They're like, we need to go to Kisara Drugs. Where is it? And they look at the, the camera. <laughs> they look at you. And they're like, where is Kisara Drugs? And they leave a pause like it's Dora the <laughs> yes. Explorer. Is that a thing that happens in Dora? Yeah. They're like, I never watched. where's the thing we lost? And they just look at the screen. And they that's go, right. And they go, fucking tell us. <laughs> tell us. I, I think that started with Blue's Clues, though, mm, by the way. Yeah. Just to give credit where credit is due. Mm. To Blue. All right, like, peace, Can Steve. you see the... Whatever. Yeah. It's very Patrick. Are you are, right behind? Where him. is it? And then you see like Steve like looking around like yeah. where is it? In every just wrong camera, direction. It? And it's like you imagine just children yelling, "It's right above you, you fucking idiot!" <laughs> just I like, I like Miles about it being off camera. He's like, "Someone get the producer. <laughs> we fucking lost it." <laughs> but it'll be like clearly in view. It's like where? Where is it? It's like it's right. It's right in front. I of didn't you. watch Blue's Clues. I think I was like. 29 when it came out <laughs> i was i was too that's old a, for it i was too old for it but i had yeah. a little cousin uh that i was always with after school i watched it till like 14 yeah it's it's not bad it's but, a little frustrating by the way i wasn't 29 i'm i'm 29 now that i'm not that old just i'm old but i'm not that old. it's almost your birthday i know you're gonna die i know one day just like us all we'll Everyone, get you the blues clues have i ever set. showed you that perry bible fellowship comic that i love about birthdays like i haven't had the guts to post it on anyone's wall yet i don't think but it's, it's a three frame comic and it's just like a kid wakes up and then the second frame is him like or no the first frame he looks at the calendar and the second frame he's jumping up in bed celebrating he's like today's my birthday and then the third frame oh it's just death right? it's death with an abacus just sliding one beat across <laughs> And I was like, oh, yeah, thanks for that. Um, so now now everyone can think about that. Just post that on everyone's wall. I, That's yeah. hilarious. I don't think I'll have a lot of friends. Not that I do already. Anyway, we should move on. Um, so they approach the, the guy, and they're kind of like, is he friend or foe? And they're like, we really don't know. But Josuke, um, no, rather, Okuyasu, knows that he's a stand user because he surfed through the, through the air with that pelvic thrust, as Vin pointed out. Um, so is that, that I thought his stand or I'll ask this later my first question about him is what happens when it rains oh that's an interesting uh, point oh yeah maybe he takes a shower then because it like the water goes in at him yeah I guess yeah I mean it's it's one of those it's like the logic's a little jerky for sure um, anyway Jojo's Bizarre so Adventure they go over there and they try to kind of 
like figure out if he's going to be a oh i also put a note a lot of there's a lot of like shit quality drawings in this episode when characters are like in the midground or background like their faces are terribly drawn oh i did not notice that they do that in general and people have posted things where they compare um now like for the japanese audience the home video the blu-rays are coming out and they show the comparison they clean it up for the home releases hmm. so that's an incentive to buy as they go back and they're like all right we had to rush this or we didn't have the budget when we made the episode so here's what it really should look like but there was some high quality uh drawings for where sure. can one Extra buy these ago. blu-rays uh japan oh uh they'll put them out in english eventually this week's sponsor is Japan. Yeah. <laughs> Japan. Buy anything from there. Go to J-List and click on hentai. I don't know if they have that. But uh, Samuel What's Jackson. What's J-List? What? What's J-List? J-List is like a website for Western people to buy shit from Japan. Oh. And I'm pretty sure it includes hentai. Okay. I wouldn't know for a fact. I, it's, it has to. Samuel Jackson. <laughs> What's hentai? Hentai. Um, anyway. Google hentai if you don't know what it is. Google it please. at work. Make sure. And switch to Google Image Search and turn off Safe Search. <laughs> and then maximize. <laughs> um, Go on YouTube, turn up the volume. Pump it up, dude. Uh, so the, the user uh, then kind of notices them, the guy who's like floating around in the pylon a little bit. Um, he, he, like, I, I wrote he was a video game character because he kind of uses this, the screw as like a platform, like a... Like yeah, yeah, like like jumps Meg- on it and he- Mega Man using a, a whatever the hell that that platform is called. I forget. You know, Mega Man shoots a platform and rides it. Vin, help me out here. Oh, oh, yeah, it happens. In right? one of them. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh, sure. So the man introduces himself. His name is Toyohiro Kanedaichi. I don't think I'm going to say that all all <laughs> ever. Lot. Ever again. So he greets them and he's like, "Hey, don't come too close to the pylon." And then he explains his whole deal. And this is basically Araki's excuse to be like, "What would it be like to live on a pylon?" <laughs> and he explains that he bought it himself, so he's totally self-sufficient. Um, and at some point, I think they do get too close. He wait. He doesn't work. He doesn't work. He's, he's a, a deadbeat. He doesn't work because he's completely like he's self-sustaining. Right. I think actually he grows his own food and he just. Right, Chill, and, and out. he explains all this after he says don't get too close because then they get sprayed with uh, waste, with fecal matter and, mm-hmm. and urine because he explained that he just flushed the toilet. So they kind of jump out of the way and he's like, I have it pointed at my garden. So he explains This guy's like now. a Rand Paul wet dream. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even need to explain it. They're talking to him while he's literally yeah. on the toilet flushing, saying, hey, back up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He could just, yeah, he could look at the camera and be like, I don't need the government's help. That's right. <laughs> He's like, my stand is called bootstraps. And I pull myself up by them. Uh, he also mentions that he's, uh, he's or he seems happy, but he says that he's lonely and he hasn't spoken to people in a while. Yeah. Which, good job. Should have picked a pylon closer to, you know, humanity. Should invite uh, people to his pylon. Yeah. Pylon, <laughs> pylon party this Thursday, July 15th. Anyway. Um, so we show him that whole thing and then he's like, anyway, uh, he explains that he bought from this, this electrical company and then a Polaroid photo with a bunch of holes in it falls out of his pocket and he's like, don't, never mind, you should all leave. Anyway, leave, get away from the pylon, please leave. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Mikitaka is binoculars again and Josuke looks at it and sees that the Polaroid is fucking Kira's dad who they already know what ghost dad oh at some point in the episode they, they say, do call him ghost they dad. say that yeah. ghost dad and I was like <laughs> I pumped my fist yeah nice. <laughs> it was vindication man oh um, uh Vin I don't know if you uh maybe you've 
gathered. Uh, it's a ghost. It's Not a ghost. Oh, it's a it's a ghost. I, I, I got that much. And like, a yeah. dad. <laughs> he's a ghost. He's a dad. He's a photograph. And he has a stand. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. like an episode. A ghost of, with a stand. Actually, I don't know what he's like an episode of. It's pretty unique. It might not make any fucking sense. It but it's unique. Was he always in there? Did he die in an episode and then? Uh, no. no. He, well, he, we've he, only seen him as a ghost. Oh, okay. But but we have seen him as not a uh, Polaroid. He at one point he was trapped in the Polaroid. Oh. Yeah, after he died, he became a ghost, but he still had a power, though dead, where he can in- move around freely in any photo that he's in and manipulate reality there. Oh, perfectly straightforward. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Typical. Uh, anyway. But then, like, some other stand users just die. <laughs> yeah, not everyone's a ghost. It's inconsistent. Hmm. We've decided that he has a very strong will, which is true. He's a very strong will and mission to protect his son. So that's why he became a ghost. Actually, he's not really fully trapped in there, too. He's kind of hanging out of it. That's my biggest fucking problem with it. It's like he should only be able to manipulate what's in the photo. The fact that he can, like, grab stuff. And fly around where he wants. Fly around, like, for a little bit. That's funny that it's like, oh, by happenstance, he flew into here because of a gust of wind. But then he's just sort of like, anyway, over here. And he just, like, floats away. I'm like, what? How many powers do you have now? You're a photo. You know how to fly. Anyway. The The photo made him more powerful. Okay. It did. <laughs> so basically they realize like this guy is like an enemy. He has this Polaroid with this ghost ad on it. So Josuke, like a smart, smart boy, runs right into the pylon, basically runs under it, you know. Which is like an very thing. atypical for Josuke. No, like hasn't he, he done that before? No. Remember when they were fighting Rohan and he like made sure to stay outside the room? Yeah. And there was something else more recently where we were like, what does he do? Oh, he doesn't come in the room where Rohan is. Yeah, that's what I just said. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm thinking of the first fight where, where he's fighting against Rohan. That's what Miles just said. No, okay. Well, then I'm talking about where Rohan was trapped inside by Highway Star in the tunnel. Oh, yeah, but that I didn't do rushed. it. This time I knew what you were saying, and I reacted properly. You never fucking listen. I do listen to Please you. Please don't swear. You Didn't you curse? <laughs> that was a message from Miles. Why are you listeners? gaslighting me? This is my <laughs> podcast. It's really um, just life advice, yeah. <laughs> I'm like the ghost out of this. But I manipulate reality within the recording. And if I cut you out of the recording, I cut you out of life. This is true. That's Mark's standard. Uh, yeah. Um, anyway, so Josuke runs in and the stand user's like, perfect. He's like, I knew you'd run in here. He's like, I knew if I told you to come in, you wouldn't come in. So I just told you to leave and you did the opposite of what you're told, which is kind of like his character because Rohan says that about him when he's like, you never listen. So sometimes he runs in, sometimes he doesn't run in. It's just like if you if if you tell him to do something, he'll do the opposite almost. Uh, That's his power. So he runs in there, and then Toyohiro, who is the stand user, explains how the pylon works, how his power uh, works. He's like, you can't leave. The pylon is my stand, Superfly, which didn't get a dumb sensor. It yeah, really is. I it's that. just Superfly. Which kind of makes sense because Superfly is a term. Maybe you can't copyright it or something. Um, do you guys know what Superfly is based on musically? Isn't there a, like, isn't it a, mm, like, disco or Motown song? I know it. What is it? It's a Curtis Mayfield album. That's right. Based on a movie that was written? It's, no, it's based on Superfly, the movie. It's the soundtrack. Okay, 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 okay. Um, yeah. I think there's also a title track, a song called Superfly, but it's based on the album. I'll explain why I know that later. It's a v- very heavily sampled record. Yeah, and it is. It's like a, a funk. Okay. 
maybe Motown? I think funk is really what, what I meant. I don't know if it soul technically qualifies as Motown, but... I don't think it's Motown. Mm. I think the word I was looking for was funk. It's real good. It is good. Is it about electrical pylons? I'm not seeing the no. tie-in. Yeah, we should have seen it coming. He describes, he's like, it reflects damage back to you. <laughs> um, so, basically, he then explains that Josuke is now trapped in there, and you can't escape. Like, only one person can be in there at a time. M- multiple people can be in there, but you can't leave if you're the only person in there. So he starts to step out of the pylon, right? The guy starts to kind of cable yeah. his way out. And he's like, I'm finally free. Because he explains that he hasn't left the pylon. He hasn't touched the ground in months. He hasn't talked to people. Um, and he's like, it's my own power, but I don't even control it. He's like, even if you killed me, the power would continue. Which, how do you know that? Yeah, that's what I wrote. Yeah. I wrote that down. And like, how, how do, do you know what happens to the stand when you die? How do you know? I don't know. But I, he, he kept saying it was an independent stand. Yes, so. which is a thing. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, we've seen a few. Where, when? Not this uh, arc. Not this uh, season. No, we may have we may have seen one this this arc. Well, a uh, uh, fucking sheer heart attack. The killer queen hand bomb is independent. Okay, but it's his hand. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It would go away if he died. But it, it's it's a remote stand. It doesn't. No, it doesn't need him to his direction. Mm. Isn't the, it gone now since he got his? Oh no no no! He got a new hand. Never mind. Yeah. Oh, that in, left me with so many questions. Yeah. In the it, previous season, there was a stand that was a sword uh, that was like ancient, like the stand user died. A long time ago but and so it was still around terrorizing in, people in that case in this <laughs> case if they're independent of them and they're it's irrelevant if they die or not how, how does it have anything to do with them are they even a stand user if he dies that stand be- goes for eternity he said so well his so the power originated because he was struck with an arrow uh-huh. so, so it it's, it's a him. manifestation of him so probably because he loved this stupid pylon so much and was in it for so long his power became a pylon that oh, you can't you leave. Oh, you think that the pylon existed, and then yes. it became part of his stand, or yes. the, it became because he does say he purchased it from the electrical company. I don't think he was lying. Oh, okay. For one hundred thousand yen. So how long had he been there before this arrow came along? That I don't know. And then so when he was struck with the arrow, he was trapped. Yeah. Uh, so maybe he did like mm. go into town and stuff, but. Which is another thing that maybe he didn't... Yeah, maybe he used to visit, like, he'd slide on those wires, and then he was like, wait a minute. Well, how long could he have really been trapped, though? Like, he said three like he, years. Probably a few days. No, he had been living there for three years. Yeah. Uh, but so I think voluntarily. So I think he just got hit by the arrow, like, that day or a day so earlier. So he was like, oh, no, I'm stuck here forever. Well, I, it may have been three days earlier, because they did show July 12th a little bit. But maybe that was just when they show Jotaro talking to the Speedwagon Foundation. Mm. Um, I have questions. Uh, what are your questions? Um... Hold on. This is why we did one episode. Like, I was annoyed because I was like, oh, it looks like it's going to be a bunch of cliffhangers. Then we watched it, and I was like, I am very glad we're only doing one. <laughs> There's some meat on those bones. Yeah. So part another part thing of this stand is if you are the last person in and you try to leave, you become part of the pylon. So I guess it absorbs people. Like, the stand, like takes you in and now you become part of the stand no i think like they show so that that's the next thing that happens is josuke tries to leave and he turns all metal i guess the i guess it kind of expands you know like it it doesn't get it doesn't suck you in but you it more metal becomes in the shape of you right but now does that metal that become part of the stand right i think so so now the stand controls it kind of i think so yeah so it's like you die and you become a stand you become part of the stand 
Hmm. I was wondering that same thing because it doesn't turn you part of the the pylon. It just turns you into metal, yeah. and you just stand. Right. And, and he's he's able it. to pop out of it, um, which I assume the stand user was able to do too because he, uh, you know, he knows that it traps you. So maybe he was like, anyway, time to leave my pot. Whoa, you know. Because I also thought this was another Terminator reference, by the way. When Josuke goes to leave, he, turns into he gets the metal, metal yeah. and then like his eye is red, which is, you know, obviously wasn't in the manga because the manga didn't have color; it's all black and white. Hmm. So he just kind of looks like the ter- the first Terminator. Anyway, I should stop. Uh, so he's like, "Wow, I can't leave." And then Josuke and Okuyasu are like really cocky, and they're like, "All right, we're gonna bust out of this thing." Because in, in their defense, it is sort of like. All right, you can't leave. That's the power is that you can't leave. Let's just break it open. And so they use their stands to beat the shit out of it. Then when when the hand, whose Okuyasu's stand, came out and it had like a dollar sign and a yen sign, did you think he was going to do anything with money at that point? No, I was wondering that from the first second I saw him walking through the cornfield because he's got... Oh, right, it's on his, yeah, it's on his jacket. Yeah, he's got all the money things. I thought maybe his power was he's just really rich or no. something. It's, like Meow. It has nothing to do with it. He's I'm privileged. My power is uh, yeah. I can... I went to college without taking out loans. It's all kind of (laughs) random. Like, the symbols are kind of not associated with anything. Mm -hmm. The stand names usually don't make any sense, like, in relation to what the power is. Mm. Yeah, the hand hand works. Like, because it's his hand that is a power. It erases stuff. It scrapes it into we don't know where. The turnpike. The the New Jersey turnpike. (laughs) Right off the side. (laughs) Good continuity, Miles. Thank you. Um, I'm full-blooded Italian. Oh, right. (laughs) You do live in New Jersey, I mean, you know. Yeah. That's canon. Yeah. Uh, so they beat the crap out of the pylon, and then they hear it making this noise. It's sort of like, Whoom. and the guy who owns it, Toyohiro, who's like kind of like still like there. He's just like further away down the power lines. He's like, oh, you hear that? He's like, any, he's like the law of conservation of energy. And part of me is like, Which does not apply here. Don't you yeah. dare try to bring physics into this universe. Yeah. You stop it. Um, he's like, any energy you know, can't be destroyed. So, you know, whatever. He's saying the energy you give to it is returned right back out. Which isn't just energy, by the way. It literally forms whatever you do. Mm. So all these punches they're throwing with their stands come back at them. It's almost like their stands are now, like, metal-looking, coming mm-hmm. out of the pylon, punching them a bunch. And Josuke's like, Okuyasu, duck! And he falls on the floor and doesn't get hit by anything. But Okuyasu takes a hold in his side. Yeah. Oh, no, no, he doesn't just fall down. He does the most epic grab a small piece of grass spin move. I don't know if you caught that. No, I didn't. He gets Joe's punched. Kid? Yeah, he almost falls out of the pylon where he would clearly turn into metal. So he reaches out and grabs like a blade of grass and like spins around on it. To I didn't stay catch in. that. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it, it made me think that the blade of grass had some kind of like it's well fertilized properties. with yeah. human feces. Clearly, he's a good gardener. Um, anyway. So then, oh, by the way, previously, before when Okuyasu, before they beat up the pylon, Mikitaka, the alien, who was binoculars and is then seen lying on the ground in a very funny way because he's like still half in the shape of binoculars. (laughs) So it's just like this weird bust of like a head, shoulders, and then like binocular. binocular. Lens feet. He's like, is there anything I can do? (laughs) And Okuyasu's like, dude, shut up. No, you're not helpful with your stupid alien lies. Yeah, I love Okuyasu. (laughs) He's like, he's like, let us do all the rough housing. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> but anyway, um, so then, you know, Josuke's on the ground. He's okay. Uh, Okuyasu's outside on on the ground. He's been wounded. Oh, can I ask uh, Okuyasu's face? What are the what, what is up with the lines on his face? Is that it's the an style? X. 
There's no exclamation explanation at all. Nothing There's at all. No. Explanation. No. It looks like it could be really useful. It's or like just cool. It's just it. it just looks cool. It's just cool. All the kids were doing it. It's pretty much scarring their faces. For everyone's look is just it looks cool. Yeah. So then you know Toyohiro is feeling probably all proud of himself that you know his pylon that he's now escaped from is doing all this dirty work and it's seriously injured one of the kids. Yeah, he's killing children. But then <laughs> it turns out that one of the power lines he's on isn't actually a power line at all. But it's Mikitaka, the shape-shifting quote-unquote alien. What? Right. And who then directs him, sort of slides him back into the pylon. And he's like, Josuke, you can escape now. And Can I, I say something yeah. at this point? So Mikitaka says like that he is upset at this guy because he tricked them. Uh, <laughs> and he going. says, like, it's like an adult... Uh, beating a child on New Year's by tricking them. I don't understand that. Uh, also, at, at a Trump game or like Old no, Maid. Uh, uh, so, but no, he doesn't know what Old Maid is. So I wrote that down. I wrote he knows what New Year's is, but not Old Maid. I think yeah. uh, Okuyasu or somebody else mentions. Um, it's like a game of Old Maid. I guess. Oh, the, oh, the, 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 does, the, yeah. the 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 power right because it's like. It, whoever is the old maid gets stuck in the thing. So it's like somebody draws a short, short straw, basically. Is that how you play right. old maid? I, uh, I didn't look I into know. it, but I don't remember how you play old maid. Old maid is um, you, one, somebody, everybody gets dealt cards. Uh, one person has old maid, the old maid in their hand. And then you keep picking um, from somebody else's like hand uh, hoping that you don't get stuck with the old maid at the end. There's nothing um, like this situation, though, is it? <laughs> um, huh. It's like you get stuck with this shitty situation. You want to yeah. hope that you don't get stuck with the, like, being the last person in the pylon, I guess, at the Who's, end. Which card is the old maid? Is it a queen? Um, I th No, I think it's like a, isn't it a joker? I think it depends. Oh. It's a midnight toker. I don't really know, Gosh. Um, uh, hey. but I but I just like he says that, and Mikitaka's like, I don't know what old maid is. <laughs> yeah, he's like I'm an alien. I, maybe New Year's <laughs> is a concept. Like uh, maybe that's why we didn't get it. Maybe it's alien New Year's. There's tricks you play on children. Mm. Oh, sweet joke! It's probably a Japanese thing that we just don't like get. Beating a child on New Year's by tricking them. Also, mm. beating a child at first, I thought meant like literally like beating. No, like oh. hitting with like something. I still think that. I wonder mm. if it's not. I wonder oh. if it's an alien thing or a Japanese thing that because he said specifically What's New the Year's. Diff? I knew you were gonna say something <laughs> stupid. Because <laughs> like, why specifically on New Year's? Is it like bad luck to lose on New Year's? Or I can something? look it up. I can look it up. Maybe it's like April Fool's Day. Okay, Google. <laughs> Japanese game New Year's children. Fuck you, Mark. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Wow, my. Okay, it just is a Japanese New Year. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, please hold for research that we should have done earlier. Cut to montage. Games, Sweet games, 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 games. It is also customary to play many New Year's games. These include kite flying. That's not a game. That's not a game. Well, maybe there's you know. Want to play kites? There's there's something where. A blindfolded person places paper parts of a face, like eyes, eyebrows, a nose, and a mouth, on a paper face. Mm. And karuta. What is karuta? Maybe that's the one. No, it's supoku. Ugh. <laughs> Happy New Year, everyone. Guys, kite flying. I think it's just basically like you... It's fun. You could, you could trick a child in a game. 
and he's just thinking of New Year's games. You don't have to do that on New Year's. I do that every day. Oh, that's weird of you to do. I want to know how Miki Taka knows about know. New Year's and children <laughs> and... I think they have New Year's in the Magellanic Clouds that he's from, okay. quote unquote. Also, he's not an alien. He's a person with a stand. No, he's an alien. God, why do we always have to have different opinions? Miles, thank you. Uh, I mean, he could have just been on Earth long enough to enjoy New Year's with a child. Yeah, it's more likely that you'd encounter New Year's than Old Maid. You know what I mean? If you just wait a while, you'd be like, what are all these people celebrating for on January 1st? Oh, it's a thing? Or Lunar New Year. Since it's in Eastern countries. You're right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I think... I'm going to keep talking about the episode now. Anyway. Uh, goodbye. So. Why do you know about Eastern countries? <laughs> I took Asian studies I at see. my university in Italia. Yeah. <laughs> Italia. Italia. <laughs> um, anyway. just Italia, New Jersey. Just random off chance that you might know this. Random. Uh-huh. I know that not all of Southeast Asia has the Lunar New Year celebration. Do you know if the Philippines does the Lunar New Year? I know nothing about the Philippines. Don't. Lie to me. You know a little bit. I think it's been established that you've studied the Philippines. He's studied Eastern, uh, whatever. Whatever he said before. <laughs> We're sorry to the Filipino community. I actually don't know. You really don't know? No, I have no idea. Okay, Google. Do Filipinos do the whole Lunar New Year thing? <laughs> Google's gonna love that. Here's a result from search. Top 10 Chinese New Year Filipino food in the Philippines from, Tagalog, from Tagaloglong.com. I have a long, long, long. I'm going to... Don't, don't do that. I'm That's gonna, how you said it. If I say anything racist, cut it's it out. What, it's the word. is Tagalog long. Tagalog lang. I don't know. Do you know how to say it? it not like that. It, you'd say Tagalog lang. I thought you don't know anything about the Philippines. Uh, I took Asia studies in Italia. Gotcha. Anyway. <laughs> so, Miki Taka's observing this. And... Yeah, so Miki Taka had already observed this, but right now he's a fucking, I'm like, where are we? He's a power line. He throws Toyohiro back into the pylon and is like, Josuke, now you can escape, which, by the way, is also him shitting on Okuyasu. Like, look how fucking useful I am. I fooled this guy into thinking he was sliding on a power line. That's really me. Also, that probably felt weird as hell. Just like this hand, like, groping all up and down you. You know what I'm saying? Or great. Uh, I mean, he's used to going, it. Keep he's going. Been, he's been a lot of uh, handheld items. He's That's been, true. He's been yeah. dice. He's been dice. So he's been like touched all over. He's been handled. Yeah. He's Baby. Handled. Baby. So, and then part of me was like wondering if Josuke was going to be like, no, I'm not going to let you get stuck in here either. Let's beat him up and then leave. But nope. he just he just hops out of the pylon. He's like, okay. Peace. He just hops out. But then, yeah, so now because he's revealed that he was the power line, he's like half human. So like there's like, or what, whatever he is, like his bust is like, it is human. He's got arms, he's got a chest, he's got a head. And he's like, you know, now the guy who's been hanging on to him, his bottom half is still a power line. He's kind of like, what are you? And he's like, oh, let me explain. He's like, I'm an alien. Um, and I don't think he says anything really. When he said, I'm so glad you asked. Like, he was dying for someone to... Just, <laughs> He's like, please let me tell him I'm an alien. I need, I need to tell someone I'm an alien. Um, and then, so, Toyohiro then is like, I'm going to I'm gonna cut, you know, you or something. And he shows... This is like one of my weirdest parts of this whole thing. He shows off his calluses on his hand. These huge, huge bumps, like, you know, by where calluses are. Mm-hmm. 
And a, he's like, I keep all sorts of things in here. And a blade comes out from one of his calluses. Oh, yeah. That was disgusting. Okay. So they establish. Let's break it down. In the manga more, they go into the fact that he has calluses from how he like jumps all over this big metal pylon all the time. Mm-hmm. And they show that he can keep things in there. He can touch hot stuff. That makes sense to me. That's like the most sensible thing. Yes. Here's the thing that makes no fucking sense. They didn't even include in this episode. He can use them. They show him looking over them like they're mountains to estimate the the distance between objects that like is, somehow he looks dumb. past them almost like they're the like sights on a gun or something it's super weird and part of me was like it's it, why couldn't he just be like i have a knife you know like, why doesn't he just <laughs> have a knife on him yeah. we just we just had to include this thing that he's like i have calluses and i put stuff in them it's fan service yeah the weirdest type yeah someone was like i really hope that they show off these calluses and they're yeah callus calluses are like hand boobs you know what i mean no like hard hand they're, not, boob. they're, they're not, not they're not his are his were huge yeah he had implants <laughs> um you anyway. want those big calluses what do you think his his cup size was in terms of his uh hand calluses i'll cut that out it's fine i don't really know anything about cup size do you want me to break it down for you yeah uh <laughs> Jackie, you can tell me if I'm wrong. I might be wrong. Okay. Let's do okay. it. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Dear. So in America, bra measurements are the number is the inches around the the chest. From like, like just all the way around. From like the back around size. your whole chest. Okay. And the cup size is inches from your rib cage to the nipple, right? Rib cage? Wait, wait. The, I believe so, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. The cups the is this the letter? You know how the yeah, the yes. letter? So like if, if, if the nipple it's... is one inch from the bone, uh-huh. it, you're an A cup. How B do cup they measure that? Just regular measuring? Like, do they measure around the breast? I don't really know cage? if they actually, like, or measure do they you. Go, do they stick a, a ruler inside your breast? No, they don't. Go, do, yes, what is that, straight line? that's what happens. Oh, my God, they did that to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Victoria's Secret, you can get measured or any... Um, and they just stab you. Yeah, they, they stick a ruler right through your body. Through, wow. through your breast to the ribcage to, to get the straight line. Yes. Because otherwise it's a curve. <laughs> That's the secret. Miles, I, I, it's really, I think most... <laughs> no, you just take a measuring tape and there's like a curve. Jackie, correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. But I think women just sort of, or girls just sort of like try on bras and then figure out. I don't think I they... think everybody assumes that they're a B cup, no matter if they're bigger or smaller than that. Everybody assumes that they're a B cup. And then uh, 10 to 15 years later, they, or, or more, they realize that oh, they've... By the way, wearing the wrong size the whole time. The reason Jackie knows this, she's a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we. Yeah. Have we do she we, admits it. Okay, I'll admit it. Right? Because <laughs> was I was I was I right about how they measure it? Um. Usually, yeah. They'll take a tape measure. They'll measure around. Uh. I. They never for the cup size. They just kind of look at you. For, yeah. For when I when I got measured, ah. they're like, yeah, let's let's try this. Try this on. See how 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 you feel. Yeah. <laughs> they just they just look you up and down. They're like, mm. <laughs> no. And they just give you a look. No, I, I don't. They do that. Okay. Um, maybe some do. They it get would fired. Be really uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, they get fired. Um, anyway, that had nothing to do with this. I just decided that his calluses look like boobs. Um, <laughs> anyway, so he, a, a razor comes out from his callus. He slashes at the power line that seems to be Mikitaka, and Mikitaka's like, "Oh, you assume that power line was me." He's like, "But it wasn't. That's actually the power line." And he somehow like fooled him into thinking that he's cutting at him when really he's cutting at one of the power lines. I'm never going to move past the razor in his callus. No, no, no. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Think about all the other stuff we moved past. That's true. Um, So anyway, but the point is that let's uh, Toyohiro fly away from Mikitaka 
to the other side of the pylon. And he's like, ha, but the reason why I cut that power line, so it's like, you think you figured me out, but really I cut that because remember, any part of the pylon returns energy, you know, damage at it reflected back. And I cut that power line at an angle that it will hurt you. So then like some kind of energy shoots out of the now cut power line and punches a hole through Miki Taka's like shoulder, like his upper chest near his right shoulder. Ugh. And then Toyohiro, really which is, yeah, it is, it sucks. Cause he's like just clearly a very, very good guy at this point. Uh, he's one of the few, like, I'm now a friend of the protagonist who wasn't a total dirtbag at first. I don't know if I trust him, though, because if he's lying about the alien thing, then can you really trust him at all? He could anything? just be, like, insane. I, that's, I, I, I think he's, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he's insane or lying. He's definitely not an alien, but I, I don't know. If <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's an alien, Mark. All right. Um, and then just, like, to add insult to injury or to pin him, the Toyohiro, the owner of the stand, takes like three bolts and like smacks them against the side of the pylon, right? Or does he throw them? And not quote the perfect angle. The perfect angle, like he yeah. yells that, right? Oh yeah, he's really he's like, excited the perfect about angle. How perfectly he did. And this. then the pylon <laughs> shoots the bolts back out at Mikitaka, and they pin his shoulder to the wall of the pylon. So now, not only does he have a big gaping wound, but he's pinned. Yeah. Uh, to the pylon. Now it's like by the by the end of his hand, he's like hanging. Yeah, it's sort of Christ-like. Yeah. Josuke was like, you know, come over here, let me heal you, but it was too late. Yeah, he, he when he saw the hole in his shoulder, he was like, if you get out of there, I can heal you. But then Toyohiro pins his hand mm-hmm. to the wall of the pylon. Which, by the way, this kind of explains how he floated in the beginning. Toyohiro floated through the right. pylon. But it's weird. Does he like throw bolts at the pylon randomly, and then when he's about to fall, he's like, thank God, there's these bolts. Or maybe maybe we didn't see him throw one at the last second. Maybe he can control b- the bolts. No, I think they, they, they want us to believe that he's, like, clever at, like, throwing things at angles. So I'm guessing that, like, mm. when he was about to fall over, we didn't see him, like, throw a bolt at the opposite end of the pylon, and then it fl- floated back and he stepped on it. Because he's had this power for, like, a day, and he's already a master. Exactly. And also, the fact that it bounces the bolt back doesn't necessarily mean to me that you should be able to stand on it. That's you know true. what I mean? It is very small. You should just like fall down like, oh, you have a bolt under you, but bye. <laughs> um, and that's pretty much how that uh, cliff hangs. It doesn't wrap up here. Um, that, and so it's just like Okuyasu's injured. Or no, he's been healed, I think, by, by uh, Josuke. Uh, but Mikitaka is trapped in there. And Toyohiro does run away, right? Does he get out of the pylon at this point? Does he run away? Yeah, he's out of there. He so he's out of there. To, and then he tells them, uh, he says like something, you couldn't find Kira. Yeah, and he throws it, like, it in their face. There, yeah. He's like, you couldn't even find Kira. To which they should have been like, yeah, but I mean like there's a stand user that switched his face and fingerprints. Like it's not easy. Um, that would have been a little too self-aware. would have been like, what? <laughs> like you could. Yeah. <laughs> What do you expect? What if that worked? They were like, well, wh- what do you know? And he's like, well, he's Kosaka. Oh, no. <laughs> he just gives it up. Uh, then they slowly just cut over to show that um, there's the strange guy. This is what I already mentioned. The strange guy outside Rohan's house with the stupid hair. Now he's at the door. Uh, Koichi is missing. Tomoko is missing. And there's a knife on the floor. And Hayato, who was filming his quote-unquote dad in the beginning, is in school with a pencil. And he's like, I'm going to figure out who that guy is. And that's how this episode ends. Yeah, and they did, at one point, cut to some office worker sitting at a desk and his nails That That is the dad that he was filming that had the Slash coke nails. Kira. That's him. That was also added for the anime. They never show him working, I don't think, in the manga. Um, which I was like, yes, show him working at the shitty office job. Yes. <laughs> 
Um, How is he like even good at it though? It's a whole. I don't know. Maybe he has a real easy job. Probably. He he's like super rich. His family. So. Um. I. (laughs) Anyway. Um. (laughs) I was just like writing. I was like, "What the fuck?" There's so many cliffhangers, and I wrote. Mikitaka imprisoned maybe Rohan stalked by fugly guy and I wrote Koichi kidnapped by only person of color just because it's like a brown like hand that stops in front of him mm-hmm. and then later he's vanished oh. um, it's just like it's the first like brown person we've seen this whole season I think right yeah everyone so far has been white or Japanese I guess so or alien um, okay so the only or musical invisible. huh or invisible yeah <laughs> you could be white black Polaroid. Or clear. Yeah, we don't know what color that baby is. Mm-hmm. We've um, definitely seen that baby. We've yeah. seen the baby. I've seen that baby. That's a new game <laughs> show. Uh, so the only musical reference, uh, at least introduced by name, this episode is Superfly, uh, which, like I said, is probably the soundtrack because... Oh, uh, I'll get to that in a minute. So I always try to, when they introduce a new stand, um, Araki... In a, about five years ago, wrote a book explaining a lot of stuff, and he does these brief summaries of stands. So for this one, he said, "When I was a kid, there were these well free spirits around." <laughs> does he say well? Oh, yes. I want to wait, wait, wait. Before you continue, <laughs> do you guys think that he? Uh, if do you think that he approves of, disapproves of, or is neutral to these free spirit hippie green lifestyle? Huh. No, but I'm gonna go with approves. Okay. I would think fully supports. Fully supports. Oh. Make it look so glamorous. I thought that at first too, and then I was like, or maybe he hates hippies. I actually wrote this down. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm gonna also go with the like, like maybe he thinks that like a simple life like that, where so, you're self-sustainable, is well. Good. I think part of it is really when he writes free spirits. I think he's just referring to homeless people. Oh, the thing is, is in in Japan, I believe, uh, not like in America, we have this weird thing where in the 80s, they caught a lot of funding for um, like public services, like veterans and stuff. So a lot of our homeless people are like um, people with uh, mental uh, disorders, mental illness, um, a lot of vets that haven't been taken care of. Mm -hmm. Can you play the national anthem under this? Uh, No. Uh, Or God bless America. Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen (laughs) from our home state of New Jersey. Um, but in Japan, I, I, I might just be making a broad generalization here, which I do. Yes. Um, I think a lot of the homeless people there are of sound mind, so a lot of them can actually like construct shelters for themselves more intricately, but I, I might just be making that up. I also read a different manga where this like salaryman who quit his job goes to live with them, and none of them are like babbling about the end of time. Are you knocking our homeless people? No, I like them. They just scare me a little bit more. <laughs> That's fine. Um... Anyway, when I was a kid, there were these, well, free spirits around. They would live in caves, turn abandoned cars into their personal homes and stuff. For a moment, that sort of survival lifestyle might seem fun. And then he laughs. <laughs> so I guess, and, and I kind of get it. It would seem kind of fun. The idea, like I, I was imagining it. Yo, go ahead. I thought you said this was a book that he wrote. Well, it says laughs in parentheses. He may have written like the, the kana, the, the kanji that means like oh. laughter. LOL. Pause for chuckle. Basically, the, the Japanese equivalent of lol, yeah. Um, but I wasn't going to just go, ha, 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 you know, or right. <laughs> Too late. Um, so, and I, I kind of, I thought, I thought that was true. I was like, it would be kind of fun. Like, imagine living, living, 
imagine livening up this pylon. Uh, you know, the only thing is, is I would set down floors. I would not leave it open like that. I think the first thing, well, I think a roof is more important. Closer to the mic. Okay. Okay. You think a roof is more important? Yeah, because you'd get shit on all day. Like not shit on, but like rain. You could get hit by lightning. You literally live on a pylon. No, and shit on birds. Birds <laughs> probably then, perch on that yeah. thing all day. And then it would shoot lightning back into the sky. It would be like, "Well, <laughs> fuck you! I reflect damage." <laughs> it would just shit back on the birds. Yeah, oh. <laughs> birds get shit on. When it rains, does the rain just bounce just off? Back. I I maybe guess. it doesn't need a roof. That's why no one well, came along. Well, no, because then there's still rain that falls through and doesn't touch it. That would get on you. Yeah. But I would put down floors, you know what I mean? Like, so you don't just, oh, I might die. <laughs> then why the live bathroom? in a pylon? Whoops. What? Why live in a pylon if you're worried about falling? You know what I mean? It's true. Because you get multi floors. He said he gets exercise from that thing. He's, he doesn't even need to zip it around. Yeah. So. Like a trampoline at the bottom or something. Yeah. <laughs> you just fall. Whoa. Anyway, back to where I was. Like, uh, like oh, the, oh, the, the bouncing rock or whatever. Yeah. He should have gotten the bouncing rock from, oh, wait, that isn't really a thing. The bouncing rock was just Koichi making the boing noise. He just makes the rock into yeah, boyoing temporarily that way. Yeah, he should force Koichi to make the ground a boyoing ground. So if you fall, anyway, um, he doesn't have that power anymore. We don't know that because Josuke twice has told him like use Echoes Act Two, and then he just doesn't get a chance to. So I'm like, can he use? It? By the way, Echoes is a Pink Floyd reference. I was gonna say, Act hey, two. <laughs> okay, if you if you didn't know. Vin is a huge Pink Floyd fan. Yeah. There's a bunch of Pink Floyd references. This is like the None Pink Floyd season. None of them in this season. episode, so great job. Well, well a Josuke <laughs> stand, who, he gets trapped in the middle and he starts punching the pylon. That's called Crazy Diamond. Yeah. Um, or in the Crunchyroll sub, they're afraid of copyright infringement, so they change a lot of stuff, so it's called Shining Diamond. Oh, yeah, the whole story arc is Diamond something, right? Yeah, Diamond is Unbreakable. Uh, ah. Koichi, who we only see for a little bit, the little kid, is his stand is Echoes, and it's gone through Acts 1, 2, and 3. Awesome. Um, what else have we seen? Oh, Adam Hart Father. <laughs> because for some reason they didn't want... You know the guy floating around on the Polaroid? Mm -hmm. His stand is Adam Hart Father. Not legally distinct from the actual album. Well, no, that's how it is in, ja in Japan, too. Like, that's how the author wrote it. Instead of giving Kira a mother character that flies around with an arrow, he was like, I want it to be his dad. And so he just made it Adam Hart Father instead. Because mm -hmm. normally he doesn't care about copyright. He'll write Red Hot Chili Pepper. But then Singular. the subtitles here are like... Uh, chili pepper forget the red hot uh is there another pink floyd reference i can't think we haven't had any bricks and walls <laughs> it's no. not too surprising is the first few episodes when i watched it i was really surprised uh, roundabout was the closing song for yeah the first season um araki is into prog rock in the 70s and stuff which brings me to how i'll close out this episode a little bit is that so I was reading a little bit about the manga because I wanted to remember how the manga went and I forgot that in these different uh, compilations of the manga that come out later he writes his thoughts at the end of them so the first chapter of this whole pylon arc is the ending of one of the volumes and he says he writes a thing called the many albums that make me cry these are my top 10 from the 70s yes. in no particular order you might love I'm sorry Jackie by the way I'm sorry because I know that you don't really like a lot of this stuff um, but I don't well, like a lot of this I either. I just don't know anything. Okay. I probably will not have heard of any Well, of he's about to give you a great list to start from. <laughs> he says, you might love them or hate them, but I guarantee if you listen to them, you'll cry. Okay, Aww. name the album. By the way, that's not true because this list, like, okay. Number one is Physical Graffiti by Led Zeppelin. Never heard it. What Do you know any songs that I are on I did not it? cry. Physical Graffiti? Yeah, what's on uh, there? It's a two-disc one with a lot of stuff that is none of their mainstream stuff. Okay. 
Uh, Chicago 7 by Chicago. Don't know which one that is because all their albums are just Chicago 1, 2, 3, 4. They all make you cry, though. Unfortunately. <laughs> it's hard for me to say I'm sorry, man. That's an emotional song. Um, the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. That's something I know. <laughs> I don't know if I'd cry to that. There's probably a ballad or two in there. I've never seen it. It's it's the Bee Gees, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Is is that Tears on My Pillow song in there? Oh, how deep is your love? Ah. That that's a sadder song. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's on that album. They ever recorded it themselves. That's emotion. Oh yeah. It's emotion. I think they I they, they wrote it for a lady singer. And Destiny's Child covered it. It's a it's great. Well, they recorded it themselves. It's a great cover. I don't know if they did. What are you talking about? Yeah, they did. They wrote it for some lady. There's a it's a lady singing on it, and they sing the background on it. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was just them. It could be because they sound like ladies. They do sound like ladies. <laughs> also, that was a great Barry Gibb, by the way. Mm. Oh, thank you. I'm working on it every day. Uh, <laughs> he then also says "Superfly" by Curtis Mayfield mm-hmm. makes sense, right? Yeah. Also, again, I don't cry to songs like "I'm Your Pusher Man." <laughs> Doesn't make yeah, sense but... to me. Like <laughs> drugs are such a problem. Speak for yourself. It's because you've <laughs> never been there, Mark. It's true. <laughs> Just crying to funk. <laughs> uh, Marvin Gaye's "What's Going On." That makes mm-hmm. sense. Oh, yeah. Because what is going on? How old, how old is this guy for context here? Was he growing up with these? So or? the funny thing about Araki is that he's, he's like 19. he's like fifty oh. or something now, but he doesn't look old at all. The guy does not age, and the the trend in like he's a vampire. The oh, trend yeah. in Japanese culture, like the fans, was that he's a hamon user. Mm. Hamon is the power <laughs> that gets introduced in the first. Vinny is laughing. If you didn't know, <laughs> Vinny speaks Spanish. No, no, no. I just know that like that one word probably. But, <laughs> But not many people know that one word. No, if you've like been to Spain, like you get hamon. Do you not speak Spanish, Vinny? I un poquitititititit. Okay, sorry, that's that's my bad. Like that time I, I said uh, a friend of mine uses chopsticks who doesn't. If you guys remember that time. <laughs> yeah, should I be offended right now? Am I like underselling? You don't have my... to be. Oh, I know that you have Hispanic lineage. I mean, it's in there. It's in there. Enough to know. This guy was taking you the hand. fucking racist. <laughs> yeah, so the power in the arc that you started by accident with Jonathan and Dio in the mask, they get a power called Hamon. Because Hamon in Japanese means r- ripple. <laughs> oh, that Coincidentally, the yes, bit. it means ham in Spanish. It's not a coincidence. But the joke is that uh, Araki doesn't age because he's a Hamon user, because Hamon users don't really age very quickly. Um, and he, in an interview, said that. I guess he heard the joke enough to the point where they asked him about his age. And he was like, I guess I'm a Hamon user. And everyone was like, ah! <laughs> um, good Jackson hair. Brown. Actually, whoever translated this wrote Jackson Brownie. <laughs> that's how you spell it. With an E. No, no, no. I-E. Oh, that's not how <laughs> yeah. you spell it, everyone. I felt so dumb for a minute. I was like, can you pronounce that as Brown? <laughs> uh, the album Late for the Sky. I'm not familiar enough with Jackson Brown. Yeah, I, I know, I know maybe two songs. What are the two songs? Running on Empty. Brown-Eyed Girl. Brown-Eyed Girl. That's Van Morrison. Yeah, that's Van Morrison. Okay, I know one Jackson Brown song, and that's Doctor My Eyes. Oh, you also know Running on Empty. How does it go? It goes, running on, running on empty, running on, running high. I still only know the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. Uh, The the melody you're doing is familiar, but I have no idea that that's a song. Uh, Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. Would that album make you cry? Mm, he's, the cry, he's crying right now. <laughs> what, 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 oh my God. The, the fourth song? Uh, the, the Great Gig in the Sky one where it's just a mm. lady screaming for like five minutes. 
Yeah. Like that, that's a that's a powerful one. Maybe especially if you're on good. drugs or something. Finn, oh, yeah, when, it helps. When we were younger, used to have this like concert uh, footage of like Pink Floyd playing in an amphitheater. And I remember like oh. somebody had a giant gong. That's what a, was that? That's live at Pompeii. What was he playing in that that opening? Probably echoes. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I think okay. half of that half of that echoes has a echoes. bunch of weird ass shit in it. I listened okay. to it and I was like, still don't like Pink Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, in between that is them writing Dark Side of the Moon. So oh, cool. So we come full circle here. Wait, they in between what? In between the songs of them playing in the amphitheater in Pompeii, they cut to them in the studio writing, and oh, you can see them fiddling I, with equipment and be like, I, I know that song. I thought you meant they literally like the song is so fucking long. They're like, anyway, next <laughs> album. Um, the next album that, that Araki says are his top 10 from the 70s is Nevermind the Bullocks by Sex Pistols. Mm-hmm. I've not heard that album, but I don't think there's anything on there that would make you cry unless you're like, this sounds like shit. <laughs> this is, and, and I'm a fan of punk music. I'm a fan of a lot of stuff that many people might think sounds like shit, but like uh, Sex Pistols and just whatever. Um, George Benson's Breezin. What's on that? Don't know anything about it. Does it have brought on Broadway on it? The scene. Oh, is that him? Yeah. Yo, Every fuck day. that song. <laughs> fuck that stupid This song. list. And the last one is The Carpenters Now and Then. Oh, okay. okay. I could probably cry to a Carpenters song, I'm sure. Love the Carpenters. Superstar. Close to you. Mm. That's all I got for right now. I've got more. Rest in peace, Karen. Um, anyway, that's been the episode. Um, thanks if you stuck around. Uh, remember that you can comment on the episode on soundcloud.com slash jjbpod you can leave us a five star review and you should on iTunes look up Jojo's Bizarre Podcast you can write us an email and I'll read it on the episode even if it's really mean we're not going to read it that's true if it's really mean if it's neutral we're going to read it to ourselves if we don't like it we're not going to read it it's jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com so far everyone's been very nice except for that one guy I had to call the police um, and you can, I post this on Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash Stardust Crusaders. You can comment there if you want for some reason. And you can tweet to us at JJBpod. On Twitter. Slide into our DMs. Yeah, slide into our DMs, uh, even though I'd have to follow you. But I'll follow you. No, I won't. Um, also, <laughs> just mention us. I may occasionally do some JoJo shit posting off that account, which is pretty common on Twitter. There's a bunch of JoJo shitpost accounts. Some of them are very funny. Like there's one, the next arc is called Vento Oreo. And there's one where it's like Vento Oreo, but it's weed. And it's just a bunch of like dumb, like summaries of the entire show, but in like dumb stoner talk. It's like, I don't know. Conceptually, it's very good. I don't know if it always pays off, but sometimes it's really funny. Are we going to do that when it comes on? So everyone's really waiting for them to announce the fifth, season because the show's been doing well but they have not formal formally said okay we're gonna do the next arc and here's when it comes out oh they haven't even greenlit it right oh we know that there's an ova coming that focuses just on rohan because there were one shot side stories about rohan we know that's coming they're going to announce that soon by the time this episode comes out we're gonna have seen the trailer already (gasps) um we i think people are we gonna do a pod special for the trailer yeah yeah we are oh for the trailer nah we'll just mention it during one of the other episodes oh okay uh, we didn't even talk about the live action trailer, which looked okay. Um, I didn't see it. Well, it's not the full trailer; it's just the teaser. But you should watch it. It looks okay. The Japanese internet hates it. It's super, super funny. The reactions on YouTube and stuff. <laughs> um, like I don't even understand Japanese, and yet there's one where someone took a screenshot of the guy playing Jotaro 
and just filled his tweet with question marks. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like 140 question Whoa. marks. It's the super uni- funny. The universal sign for what? What, what the what? fuck <laughs> is this? Because he does the, the actor does look a little too old. I don't know if that's his gripe with it, but I do look at it and I'm like, he's supposed to be like 28, not like 39 or whatever. Sorry to that guy. Um, someone said it looks like this guy is cosplaying. I, I translated that little bit from Japanese, but I don't know. It looks fine to me. Like I'm just happy they're doing a live action of of JoJo's. I think that's cool. And it's whoop whoop. Um, that's the JoJo police being like your opinion sucks. Um, Hide Mikitaka. And I think I think I mentioned this in previous. Uh, oh hey, I just got that. Aha! Sweet I ref. Make jokes. Jackie made a joke. <laughs> Um, oh, uh, Vin, <clears throat> the alien guy is allergic to sirens. <laughs> Just uh, wanted to make sure you were up to speed on that. Now also, on listeners that might not know. Wait, yeah. before we go, Vin, what did you think of the app? Uh, app being short for episode. I feel like I like peeked into a window of a building I shouldn't have like been peeking into. <laughs> but now I want to go into that building. Yeah, you should. And I'll regret it. Watch all of it. Oh, yeah, are you going to start from the beginning or are you just going to watch this? Yeah, season? no, I'm actually more interested in what I saw at the beginning. <laughs> when, with the Vin hated thing. this. <laughs> the be- yeah, the beginning is like, it almost makes sense. Like that first arc. Mm. And it's cool because it's like a gothic horror type of thing. Like it's the 1800s or whatever and... People are rich. Yeah, and, and the sky was blue in the episodes. This one, it's just this bright <laughs> yellow, yellow, <laughs> yellow, pink, whatever. <laughs> yeah, his color choice. By the way, if you look at the comics from part one, though, his drawing style is fucking stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> just like musculature and proportions are all super weird. I did not like it. Um, Do you think he switched to a drawing team at some point? Like he stopped drawing it himself? No, it's there's definitely an evolution. Like if you if you read it straight through, you can kind of see it slowly change over time. Okay. Um. Yeah, so uh, hit us up. Let us know uh, how you're feeling. <laughs> um, <laughs> next time, we'll probably also just cover one episode, and hopefully it won't be a bajillion cliffhangers, but it probably will be. Um, I know we keep harping on this, and I, I should just look it up. I still don't know what Stitcher is. like Because now I have, <laughs> I have an Android phone now. Oh, wow. So like... I, I, That's I have I a different podcast app on it. It's not Stitcher. It's just like it's Podcast Republic. Yeah, get Stitcher, man. I don't know. Stitcher's great. You use Stitcher? Yeah, I use Tell Stitcher. us what it is. Oh, jeez. Wow. Oh, my God. Tell I, look, us what it look is. Look at my value added. I, uh, <laughs> it's it's a podcatcher. You just, you know, you subscribe to podcasts. You oh. listen to them. It's an app? Are you going to yeah. ask what I think you're going to ask? Oh. Miles? No? Can you, can, you, can you break out your phone right now and open Stitcher? I can. Yeah. I want to see if you can find us. Because I did submit us to Stitcher, but we, we've established that I've never checked. Why is Stitcher so popular? Um, clean interface, solid app. Um, is it free? Yeah, that, that probably helps with popularity. Oh. Our sponsor this week is Stitcher. <laughs> Even though we've talked so <laughs> we much We know shit what on it is. <laughs> okay, so he's signing in, and you're able to sign into Stitcher well, with said, different social media, apparently. All and he the, said so many things, things about it. That's true. Vinny likes it. It has a clean interface, apparently. We haven't seen it log in yet. It's taking three hours to load. It's not that slow. Mark, when you edit this, can you add three hours of just uh, white noise? (laughs) (laughs) Like this is contact. Okay, so Vin has searched for JoJo and scrolled a bit and we're not there. Nope. Type JoJo's. Ooh, we got some noise. There's the JoJo podcast. Should we murder them? Type, hmm. type type JoJo's Bizarre. 
Let's just let's just try the whole thing. No, not cereal. I'm talking about Does, popular uh, podcast cereal. I like how we can hear foods. your your finger presses because it's on the table. It's it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's interactive. Uh-huh. Mm, looking up JoJo's Bazaar actually gets us further from the truth. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, type the whole thing. JoJo's Bazaar podcast. That was it. No, did, you, did you type? Oh, oh you, you did. Unless I spelled bizarre wrong. Type JoJo's Bazaar Adventure. That would be hilarious if in every episode you've mentioned mm. that we're on Stitcher. We're not on Stitcher. There are hundreds we of people out there. No, that's really pretty like that. much where we're at. I mean, unless we somehow fell down in the mix, like their search algorithm is like, I don't care that you typed it exactly. These things are searched for more often. Anyway, follow us on Stitcher. If you can find If you can find us on Stitcher, tell us how to find us on Stitcher. I have never Please. ever made it like clear that uh, a podcast called SNM Comedy. Mm. Can I add that to your queue? Do it. Do it. Do it. Uh, I'm going to take Jackie's suggestion and search for just JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Maybe their search is broken. Maybe this is Vin's fault. Because it looked like the first uh, the first podcast was Sex Nerd Sandra, which has nothing to do with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Mm-mm. You never know. Um, <laughs> what, what are, uh, I don't know. I don't really. I hashtag on SoundCloud. I don't know if that throws in. I don't know if RSS feeds. Um, did you, you? You're the one who uploaded it? Yeah. Put in your uh, social security number and read it out loud. Mm. Oh, 555. 5555. Five, five, five. Type uh, JJB pod. Oh, that's a good idea. I'm full of good ideas. No search results found. <laughs> Damn it. Take it back. Take Guys, it back. let's try not this. Sh- not sure from the Something. JoJo's Bizarre, all one word, pod. Underscore, word. underscore. No mm. results found. So, mm. Vin, how have you listened to our podcast then, you oh. fucking liar? SoundCloud. <laughs> Oh. SoundCloud, yeah. it works. <laughs> so Stitcher, I think when I told you guys I added it to Stitcher, I think what I really meant is I uh, that you didn't. I urinated into a trash can. Well, <laughs> given is, given is that we don't know what Stitcher is, it's a podcast app. It, Who knows? It, you you can <laughs> Stitcher, you can subscribe to podcasts, right? And they show up in your in your yeah, library. It's a little player, yeah. It's like iTunes. I know what Stitcher is. I've just never really seen it until now. And I just imagine like you thought you put it on Stitcher, but really you like emailed to like you know, Stitcher at gmail.com, <laughs> an audio file or something, or you did something. I like, found someone who stitches you, things. You dragged it to your desktop folder called Stitcher. Or, like, here's here's what we're doing. I am going. I, I am you, going. You in wrote my Gmail. a letter to Stitcher somewhere. I don't know. Oh, by the way, if I did anything wrong, we're cutting this all out. <laughs> if you did anything wrong, I'm surprised we're not. What do you mean? Like, if we're not actually on Stitcher? Cutting this Stitcher discussion out. This is probably the most important part of the entire episode. (laughs) Turns out nobody's ever... The great Stitcher mystery. Wait, are you... Hang on a second. (laughs) Can you get your phone back out, dude? Please break Stitcher out. Please put it... I'm dying to know. Okay, because I I have a, like, thank you for applying, and then I have a welcome to Stitcher. Okay. Okay, no, no, no. At first, that was very scary, because it said, like, thanks for applying as, and it was JoJo backslash apostrophe s oh no <laughs> it's like oh fuck did my finger slip no they they probably maybe they they probably escaped the character okay yeah jackie knows how coding and shit works because yeah in the co- in the confirmation character characters jackie can see the matrix code you know like neo yeah. spoiler true um i uh in the, in the confirmation link it has it properly with where well, i did do it right jojo apostrophes a bizarre podcast it says here's your show link now you're ready to log into the... Oh, try it with an apostrophe. Oh, I tried that. Maybe there's searches. Ooh, 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 gotcha. Just oh? look for bizarre. 
Maybe it, it's <laughs> case sensitive. Okay, their search sucks. <laughs> yeah, their search sucks. Yeah. Our sponsor oh. this week is not Stitcher because their search sucks. Stitcher, more like, <laughs> more like Switcher to a different podcast app. Look at me, making <laughs> me watch me subscribe. Does it show? Does it show? What what episode is it up to? Uh, Seinfeld with murder. It's that's uh, the one with where I'm not on it. Don't listen to that one. I think it's behind, isn't it? Oh no. Okay, there we go. Fifteen. Yeah. Then why does it show them out of order? We're on Stitcher. If you just look up the word bizarre with a capital B, you can find us. Now I have to add. <laughs> it has that. to be capital. No, no, that was just lowercase. <laughs> not bizarre oh, okay, okay. like the Arabic market. Not a bazaar. Jackie was just jamming her face like into that? the mic. Go is ahead, go ahead. Bad, wait, bad? wait, can we, can we please, everyone, be quiet, let Jackie. Miles gonna do it. That's, that's just, my chin. That's Jackie's chin just jamming its way into the microphone. <laughs> anyway, this has been face noises. Tune in next week when we conclude or continue all these storylines. If in, Mark ever edits this, I what? No, I'm saying because there's so much bullshit in it. Oh, oh it's all staying in. I thought you People were like love taking bullshit. a jab at Mark, who's been uh, doing a great job. You have, Mark. You. I really appreciate your I effort. I actually haven't really been doing I'm I'm doing a great job, but not on a constant schedule. IMO. Okay, uh, just take the fucking compliment. I'm trying to get better at it. Thank you. I appreciate it. I just, I just show up every week. Yeah, same. You don't show up. You live here. I notice. I just, I just, here. I just live here. Yeah, you, you, you put in less effort than Miles. Miles has to drive here. I have to get here from work wow. at a reasonable hour. But he he came from. He now works in the city. That's true. So he also don't tell them which city. We should just take it's a bus Buffalo, together, Buffalo, Miles. No, you know what though? You've tweeted and stuff from the account, and you've retweeted. Oh, you get from home so late, Jeff. From, from the JoJo Twitter account. That's true. So you've you you've done some behind the scenes work. Miles is just the talent, in quotes. You didn't have to put it in. Miles is the most important character on this podcast. I do feel. I'm the only one with character traits that are. That are are fictional. Listeners, tell us who your favorite character is. No, don't. Don't, please. Don't. We'll kill the one with the least votes. No. Goodbye. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So, Vin, thanks for being on. Uh, thanks for having me. And yeah, tune in next week when we talk about the show some more. <laughs> <laughs> and other stuff. And a lot of other nonsense. Bye. Bye. Bye.